0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello everybody, welcome back to Believe in Monster Trucks with Monster Jam Lord, and I'm your host, Monster Jam Lord, and on today's episode, we're going to recap the best Monster Jam show of the year, by far, and maybe the best show we've seen in years, in AT&T Stadium, for one, uh, full capacity stadium show Saturday night in at t Stadium in Arlington, Texas around, you know, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Super good show this weekend. I haven't been to a show and felt this kind of excitement in years. I, it's almost like every weekend on the podcast I say it's the best show of the year, but not even close. This one blows every other show I've been to in 2021 by far. And in years, by far, out of the water. Super good. Super great. And we're going to go over everything in this 15-minute episode of the podcast. But let's start off by going over the lineup for the show. First up, we have Avenger Jim Kohler. Bakugan Dragonoid Camden Murphy. El Toro Loco, Armando Castro. Gravedigger Adam Anderson. Vendetta, Mike Christensen. Son of a Digger, Ryan Anderson. Rage, Corey Rummel. Monster with Dalmatian Galaxy, Cynthia Gauthier, Monster Energy, Todd LaDuke, Max D. Tom Mance, Jurassic Attack, David Olfert, which is really cool to see, and finally, Mohawk Warrior, Bryce Kenny. So this show coming in, we already knew it had one of the better lineups of the year. We haven't seen Jim Kohler drive since June in Monster Jam, at least, and Corey Rummel, I, I don't think he's been in a stadium probably since July or so. So, that was already super exciting for us Monster Jam fans, and also the addition of David O'Fert driving Jurassic Attack instead of Paul Jensen. Paul Jensen is no slouch behind the wheel, and David Olfert is even less of a slouch behind the wheel. Uh, it's really cool to have the surprise of him back there this weekend after his uh, bad luck weekend in El Paso the weekend before. Where the Saturday show, he did great, but the Sunday show, he couldn't even get the truck started for the entire show. So we only had 11 trucks show that day. So really cool to see him get some redemption out there on the track in Dallas and redemption he got. Because he destroyed <laughs> so many good moments from this show. And we're going to go in order, starting with our racing bracket. Let's get that up right now. First race of the night we had Great Club's Mohawk Warrior Bryce Kenny defeating Monster Mutt Dalmatian Galaxy. Then, second race, we had Rage, Corey Rommel defeating Vendetta Mike Christensen. In first round, we got a final round race, Todd Duke Monster Energy, defeating Tom Menson, Max D. And, Bakugan Dragonoid Camden Murphy defeating Gravedigger in round one, which is also the final round match for both shows in El Paso last weekend. So, we already had some pretty good races, Um, I will say right now before I continue on that racing was the the weakest competition of this show, which is you think how Monster Jam would like it. I mean, I I love, you know, monster trucks. I've always been passionate about monster trucks and just racing in general, motorsports racing. So racing is some nights my favorite competition of the night. If it's tight enough, if it's exciting enough, but uh, racing still really good, still really good passes and good runs from everybody. But it was definitely the weak point of this show. But this show didn't have a weak point. Still really good. So moving on to round two. Great Clips Mohawk Warrior. Advancing from round one. Defeats Armando Castro and El Toro Loco. We had Rage. Corey Rummel from round one. Defeating Jim Kohler and Avenger. Son of a Digger. Ryan Anderson. Defeating Taladuke Monster Energy. And Jurassic Act David O'Fert Defeating Bakon Dragonoid Camden Murphy. Who that sounds like a big upset right there. Which it is. But Camden... Got up on two wheels on accident and made his first racing mistake. Well, t- second. I don't really count Glendale because his truck wasn't even working from the beginning of the show, that show. Uh, so his first mistake with a seem-to-be-working truck for Camden Murphy this year. Got the truck up on two wheels in the last turn and leaving David Wilford to take the win. Moving on to the semifinals, we had Mohawk Warrior Bryce Kenny defeating Corey Rommel in Rage. So he's advancing to the final round. And Son of a Digger, Ryan Anderson, defeating Jurassic Attack, where um, in the semifinals, Mohawk Warrior broke. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but he was not able to return for the final round against Son of a Digger, leading to him be replaced by the loser from that race, Corey Rage. And your finals is Son of a Digger, Ryan Anderson, versus Corey Rage, where Son of a Digger would take the win. So Ryan Anderson, this is his last show of the year, wins the last racing competition of the year. Uh, it seems that the Andersons, they were supposed to be in Houston this next upcoming weekend, as well as Dallas. Um, but they had some problems in the Anderson family that they must attend to. And they, so this has been cut short. Their 2021 has been cut short by one weekend. And they are now, their final show of the year was Dallas this past weekend. So Ryan takes the last win. Of racing for the 2021 season. I almost said career. But this guy's nowhere close to being done. So let's move on to the skills challenge right now. Going from top to bottom. We had Vendetta Mike Christensen. Come out with a 5.115 with a decent run. Same with Rage Corey Rummel, 6.093 coming in an 11th. 10th Jurassic Tag David Overtz. 6.630. Again a really good run. It's just these fans. They get judging wrong quite often. Um, coming in at, that would be ninth Avenger Jim Color with a 7.012. See, like, when you have, let me just tell you guys this right now. So, like, a 7 out of 10 is, like, the most average score. Um, it doesn't matter, I'm not talking about Moss Gym, I'm just talking, like, if you give someone a 7 out of 10, you're giving it good. You know, just the word good. And when you have 10th, or, um, excuse me, ninth out of the 12 trucks scoring over a 7 that sounds like you got a really good show, but it, it does not give anywhere near accuracy because these next two scores coming up, I'll tell you right now, one is a 6, 7.619 and the other one is a 7.623, only off by .004, so that's like four thousandths of a percent or whatever, and that does not gauge accuracy at all, and it really sucks to see these trucks be misplaced every single weekend due to scoring. Uh, but there's nothing we can do about it, so I just want to throw that in there. Going back to the scores, coming in 8th, we had Grave Digger of Anderson with a 7.619 with a nice wheelie and failed moonwalk attempt. We had Bakugan Dragonoid come out with a 7.623, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Where Camden, he first put on a pretty dang good moonwalk, and then right when he was about to set it down, the truck flipped over, got caught on the pod next to the racing lane, and that one hit gets almost, it gets seventh in a 12-truck, you know, scoring gauge. So, I mean, the way you should professionally judge that is not give it that high of a score. You know, and it just sucks to see. I really wish there's a way where if a truck fills, like, a minute of the time, it gets, like, half the score. Um, same with, like, one hit out of two hits that are successful, I wish there'd be a correct way to gauge that, where maybe the scores cut in half, or somehow you percentile it out in half. I don't know math, but I know there's a way to do it. It'd be really cool if you could do something like that. But moving on, coming in in it looks to be sixth, Monster Dimension Galaxy with a seven point six four nine. Fifth, Monster Energy duke seven point nine seven eight with a really long bicycle halfway across the stadium. Super cool. Fourth, Great Clips and Walk Warrior, 8.594 with two successful moonwalks. He walked the second one up the big pod. That was really cool. Coming at third, Tom Max D with an 8.845 and with a really nice donut, but uh, did not capture the win. Also, this is donut, Tom Mentz blew the engine and cannot make it back for the rest of the show. And let me tell you right now, guys, if Tom Mentz gets out in the first round of racing, if all he does in the skills challenge is a donut... And then he's out for the rest of the show, and it's still the best show of the year. You know you got a damn good show because Thomas is gonna always put on a show if his truck can hold up for him. So that just really sta- states how good this show was. Coming in second, El Toro Loco Armando Castro with a nine point four six five with two successful moonwalks, like always, never fails. And your winner, leaving one truck left to be the winner. Son of a digger, Ryan Anderson, 9.612 with a first really long bicycle all the way across to the stadium into a moonwalk, which he didn't get up all the way. The dirt kind of like slipped on him, Um, but now he still got the moonwalk in there. So that was a successful bicycle to moonwalk for his last show of the year. And the second hit going for the sidewall donuts, truck tipped over a little too much and brought it back onto the other side with one of those awesome, I love saves like that, and make you the what's the word adrenaline? <laughs> That's what I was looking for. So that was super cool, super good. Um, I mean, for the wow factor, that was by far the best skill challenge run of the night. Um, but if you really factor skill challenge by you know the coolest thing you see or the the most skill you see, um, I would say the most skill of the night by far goes to Armando Castro and El Toro Loco, um, just because of you know how long he's balancing the truck on on the front two wheels and all that, but Ryan definitely did have the more exciting run, because when you see a truck on two wheels, the first time in your life, as most people who attend Monster Gym shows are, it's the first time going, they're like, wow, that's super cool, but when I've seen it 70 times this year, it kind of takes the luster away, and a lot of people just don't know that that's what happens, so that is why these scores get so high but Armada still did have a really good run and I definitely think that deserved second place so moving on to freestyle scoring now, we have Max D, Tom Mintz, not competing, coming in last. 11th, Mike Christensen, Videtta with a 5.374. He only ran, I mean, apparently hit the 30 second time limit, but it did not feel like he ran 30 seconds. Uh, he had a bad, bad luck. Uh, it looked like the whole front like knuckle of, um I think it was the front left tire, uh, or front right, you know, one of the front tires, just bursted off um, on a wheelie hit. And there's nothing you can do about that. They're going to shut him down. He would have went, you know, if it was up to him. But it's not always up to him. Coming in 10th, Rage, Koi with only a 6.289. That's what I'm saying about how terribly inaccurate these scores were. He came out, like, maybe 4th or 5th and put on a really good run. A lot of momentum, nothing too flashy or anything. But only gets a 6.289 because someone probably did a backflip before that. So, sucks for him because uh, he's got a normal you know, square body truck and, uh, no ears or a tail on it. So sucks for Corey, but it's just, you know, he knows the game coming in next. After that great clips, mock warrior with the 7.079 with one of the best freestyles I've seen Bryce Kenny put on ever. Um, and again, it wasn't the most flashy. He did not have like any crazy saves. Like we've seen him do in the past or crashes or backflip or anything. Uh, he just put on the most like momentum-filled run I've ever seen him put on. The biggest error I've seen him, at least in person, by far. Um, it looks like Bryce is really stepping up his game this weekend. He's been a little complacent compared to other people. Um, the twenty twenty-one season, which everyone's been a little more complacent this year than most, and that is by design. Um, but Bryce Kenny had a great run. Did not get to fill the clock. Looked like they shut him down for something. So, really good run for Bryce Kenny. Loved it. Loved seeing that. Hopefully he does that all next year in 2022. Coming up next after that, we have Bakugan Dragonoid Camden Murphy with 7.620 with, again, one of the best runs I've ever seen him put on in person. Nothing too flashy, no backflips or anything, but just so much momentum, so much speed. A lot of, not as much air as Bryce, but definitely more speed. I think he had the most momentum filled run, aside from Ryan Anderson, of course, um, this night. That, um out of anyone, a really great run from Camden Murphy, but only landing him a 7.620 because he didn't do a backflip or anything. Coming up next, we have Jurassic tag David Olfert scoring a 7.924, and this was one of the best runs of the night, one of the most technical runs of the night. Um, I would probably say the most technical run of the night. Um, David Olfert ended his run with the body sh- completely shredded off the truck, Did a wheelie off one of the jammers all the way onto the pod across the stadium, wheelied it up the pod, got it on two wheels, got a little cattywampus, and flipped over in a really nice sidewall crash. It was beautiful. I love when the trucks, you know, you you never know what's going to happen. It's on a wheelie one position, next second, it's on the front, then it's on the side. So cool. And David Oldford definitely redeemed himself from last weekend in El Paso, by far. I'm so glad he got to do this show in Dallas. Coming up next, we have Avenger Jim Kohler scoring an 8.431 with another good run. Um, See, Kohler has been on another level this year, and this freestyle was no different. Just a lot of big air, you know, a lot of sending it. Seemed like he was a little off on the Monster Jam stadium flow. Uh, Like, he was kind of checking up a little bit um, as to oppose his other freestyles from this year. But, uh, oh, it was not bad at all. And he ended this run at the mini-flip ramp where it twisted sideways. It looked like the mini-flip ramp was a little off uh, this show for based on the two trucks that hit it. And landed sideways, did like half a flip, landed on the wheels, and then it was going over. So he just decided to gas it and landed right on the roof. Super good run for Jim Kohler. Coming up next in fifth place, Monster Energy Duke with an 8.458. With another good run for Todd. Um, Todd, everyone at this show... Um, you'll find out why I'll explain in a little bit went harder because, um, one of the first trucks out did something incredible. <laughs> so everyone knew that they had to step up their game for this. If they wanted a shot at winning or, or a shot at a good score, cause everyone, if they just did what they were doing all this year, you know, and all the other shows, then everyone would have got a six and the winner would have won. So Todd, he stepped up his game more than I have seen him do in months Um, probably since like New Orleans, he hadn't had a freestyle like that since New Orleans and this one, you know, it was about on par with that, but his run came to an end because he hit the mini flip ramp one truck before Kohler. Kohler came out right after him and landed on the right left wheel or the right left wheel, the right rear wheel, excuse me. And, um, it caved in the shocks and, uh, they, it was weird. Uh, (laughs) the truck was like compressed on the right side. And it led Todd to being shut down early. After they let him get another hit in because they didn't notice it, but I noticed it right after the first hit. So I do a better job at looking at things than all these officials do. Or well, I mean, I bet the officials they don't shut them down. I bet they're you know radioed in from the top to shut them down. So the people in the top didn't see it. Nothing else the officials right now, hmm, unless there's something else the officials. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Just throwing ideas out there. Coming in fourth, Gravedigger Adam Anderson with an 8.857 with some of the biggest error we've seen all year. Some of the most consistent big error we've seen all year. Adam filled the clock, did not flip the truck, only got in a risky position mm, twice. (laughs) After one of the first hits, he uh, bicycled out of it. Like, that truck rebounds so weird. I love it. Um, Puts up so much, uh, you know, good moments. And, uh... He tried, looked like he tried pulling another San Antonio where he tried wheeling into a ramp and then just hoping for the best, but that truck it it just soaked up the landing when he was trying to do that. It like went it looked like it was going end over end, but he just gassed it, the wheels caught under it, and he saved it. Um, super good run for Adam. That truck was in as good of condition as it started as to when the run ended. Um, or ended to started, excuse me. And, uh, that's not what he was going for. It's <laughs> just a testament to how good the crew is, where they could build a truck that strong after being put up, um, put up with that much abuse. Adam destroyed. Really good run. Coming in third, El Tor Loco, Armando Castro with a 9.058. He was one of the first three to come out, probably second. And Armando did incredible. Armando is getting, he's actually getting better every single weekend. Um, his first weekend in, El pa- um, in Glendale on stadiums was not too impressive. He had a really good skills challenge run and made it to the finals in racing, which that's impressive, but I was talking mostly about freestyles. Freestyle, he was trying to go a little slower with that new track and everything. Didn't want to screw anything up too bad on his first weekend out. Kind of put him in a bad position with that new track. But second weekend in El Paso, did great. Got some uh, skills challenge wins and put on some really good freestyles. But this weekend, he... He got no. He got second in the skills challenge. He did not win. Did really good in racing. Did great in skills and terrific in freestyle. This was one of the best freestyles of the night. The most, uh, a lot of speed, a lot of momentum, and ending it off with a crash where he hit the jammer into a wheelie, kind of caught um, the mini flip ramp, put it on two two wheels, pulls it over but a little bit too much, spins it on the other side, and does about two two and a half revolutions. Into a sidewall donut until it just falls over. They didn't even shut him down; the truck just fell over on its own as he was trying to save it. And I applaud them for that, for not shutting him down, because that was insane. One of the best moments of the night by far. Definitely top three. It was super awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm coming in in second in freestyle. Uh, son of a digger, Ryan Anderson, with a 9.299. This run heavily underscored. <laughs> I mean, that run was probably accurately like a 9.299, a 9.3, if you judge it off of every other run in the past five years. That run was incredible. The way I would explain it is that this was the best, or not the best, this would be the hardest I've ever seen anyone drive a truck ever. And obviously Ryan gets that title anyways. No one drives a truck harder than Ryan Anderson. Everyone saves equipment a lot more than he does. Um, but this, he knew it was probably his last show of the year. So he wanted to make a statement and he damn sure did. That truck, again, just like Adam's truck, he was trying to break it so hard and trying to do a crazy crash so hard. But that truck is set up so well and so strong that it did not break. It did not flip. It soaked up every landing in every way he tried sending it. Ryan, um, he went for a good minute and a half before he tried to backflip. And once he hit the backflip, it looked like, this is what it looked like he was trying to do. Um, obviously, Ryan's whole move for the past two, three years now has been every single backflip hit him in the moonwalk. But it looked like he tried switching it up this weekend. He moved over to the big backflip container. And... Instead of doing the traditional backflip of the moonwalk, where you slap it on the back wheels into the moonwalk, it looked like he tried doing the Tyler Meninga moonwalk, where he uh, under-rotates it onto the front tires, and moonwalks from there. It, it looked like he was trying to do that, because he hit the brakes before he even got off the backflip ramp. So, uh, it, it did not work out perfectly. He got It was perfect execution. The truck landed exactly how it should have, but it looked like he misshifted, or maybe... Um, lost reverse or something, and uh, because you could hear him revving, and it just wasn't moving, so he might have got stuck in neutral or something, and it fell back over onto the wheels, and then that's when he turned it up to 11, (laughs) and was sending the truck everywhere across the stadium, sparks were flying, those brakes were hot, (laughs) some of the hottest uh, (laughs) brakes I've seen ever, just the amount of sparks coming out was insane, just the giant big air hits, and... Finally ending the run because he was probably about 20 seconds past time and that truck didn't flip over. So he just had to end it, you know, or they were going to probably sue him or something over there at Monster Jam. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, that was about it for Ryan Anderson's run. Do, do I even need to say that that run deserved the win? Uh, it did. Very much did. But moving on to the final um, winner. Freestyle, the winner of Freestyle, scored a 9.751 Monster by Dalmatian Galaxy, Cynthia Gautier, wins Freestyle for the second show in a row, she won the second show in El Paso last weekend, and she went crazy, she uh, had a really good Freestyle run, I think I said on the last podcast that that run in El Paso was the best Freestyle run I've ever seen from her, and I think I stand by that, um... This one was a little less momentous, if that's a word. Um, But she was still getting big air. She's still trying. It looks like she's uh, going a lot harder um, just this past month than she had been her entire career. And she's not been a slouch. But uh, she did really good this show, really good run. Ended off the run going over to the backflip ramp, and we're like, oh, geez, here comes Monster Mutt, getting another win off the backflip. But this run, I would say out of any run of the night, definitely contended Ryan Anderson's for the win uh, because she hit the backflip, under-rotated, bounced back, and it was a back-to-back, well, not a back-to-backflip, but a backflip rolled over on the back, rolled over to the front wheels again, and she pulled it over, but the left front wheel uh, wasn't spinning, looked like the locker in the left front wheel wasn't spinning, So she only had the right front wheel spinning and it did a donut on the front two wheels and she spun it back over and landed on all the wheels. And with that run coming out fourth, we all knew the accurate winner's not winning. And you couldn't even really be mad because of how awesome that move was. That move was incredible. Um, I hadn't seen anything like that in all year. No one's pulled off of something like that all year. Closest thing to that would be like Bryce Kenny's crash in Indianapolis in, in June. And that was incredible. So Cynthia Gautier, I wouldn't say deserved the win, but that's a good close second to Ryan Anderson's run this night. So moving on to overall points for this podcast. Vendetta, Mike Christensen, five points. Max D, Tom Entz, 13 points, Rage, Corey Rumble 16, Avenger Jim Kohler, 17. Adam Anderson Gravedigger, 18. Bakugan Dragonoid, 19. Jurassic Attack, 19. Now we're in the top five. Dalmatian Galaxy, 20 points. Fourth, Mohawk Warrior, 22 points. Third, Monster Energy, 23 points. Second, El Toro Loco, 26 points. And your winner, overall event champion for Dallas, Texas, last show of the year, Ryan Anderson, Son of a Digger, with 35 points. Wasn't even close. 1 by 9 points. Only came up from the sweep by 1. And what a perfect way to end the Anderson's 2021 shows because if one of them doesn't win, the other one's going to (laughs) win. And I think they're as happy with that as all Monster Jam fans are alike. So now that is it for my Arlington, Dallas, Texas recap from October 16th. Let me uh, tell you guys where I'll be for the rest of 2021. On October 23rd, I'll be in Houston, Texas for what appears to be the last Monster Jam stadium show of the year. And just recently announced, no Andersons will be there. So it looks like it will be a much different lineup with Tyler Menenga Driving Gravedigger, and Tristan England in Megalodon. So that will be really interesting to see. First stadium show all year without a single Anderson. And it's the last stadium show of the year. So we'll see how that goes. I think this has potential to be one of the better shows of the year. And I, I bet it will be. Then after that, the weekend after that, Halloween weekend, October 30th, I will be in Reno, Nevada for two Monster Jam shows in the Reno Livestock Center. Super excited for that. It's one of my bucket list arena stops. And finally, for 2021, looks like my last shows of the year will be Albuquerque, New Mexico, November 6th. Two shows on November 6th, Saturday. And it looks like it will be it for me in 2021. I'm kind of hoping they announce something else. Um... Just just to get a show in December, because that means I'd be to um, a show every month this year. I wouldn't have missed a month. So that would be cool, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. They still have Syracuse to announce, which I think there's still a chance that might happen. But I don't know. Kind of seems like that's it. Everyone's kind of saying that's it. But if you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you follow me on the Believe Podcast Network. Follow Believe in Monster Trucks. Share this podcast around if you enjoyed it. And make sure to follow me on YouTube, Monster Jam Lord, if you want to check out footage from 70-plus Monster Jam shows this year. And follow me on Instagram at monster.jam.lord and TikTok at monsterjamlord. So thank you for listening to this podcast, everybody. Have a good one.